0: Welcome to Ridgewood Talks. Through this podcast, we will be introducing you to some of the leaders and legends in our village. We'll keep you updated about fascinating local events, and we'll dig into the town's hot topics and so much more. But first, let me introduce myself. I'm Jeannie Johnson, the founder of Ridgewood Talks and Ridgewood Walks. The goal of these initiatives is to create a kinder, more connected, and more vibrant community. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting this podcast with my good friend and all-around wonderful guy, Jordan Kaufman. We look forward to meeting with you weekly and hearing your thoughts on who and what you'd like to learn about in our beautiful hometown. Enjoy this episode! Hey, listeners, thanks again for showing up for another episode of Ridgewood Talks. Today, we have somebody really exciting on board. Um, all of our guests are really exciting, but I particularly like this guest because uh, she is all about inclusivity in our village. Carrie White is on the show today. She is the vice president of Ridgewood Newcomers, and we will delve into that in just a second. But first, Jordan, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm good on on, on everything, Jeannie. All good stuff. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming up this, uh, this spring for uh, Ridgewood and the downtown. A lot of uh, big events coming up and Newcomers actually has some of those events, so we're excited to uh, delve into that. So Carrie White, yes,
0: we are really lucky to have this gal in our town. Uh, She is a Bergen County local, uh, raised in Franklin Lakes, and she somehow found her way back to Ridgewood after college, and that was Harvard, by the way, Um, and she received a degree in economics and works in investment management at Citibank of North America, Um, and has a fairly significant position there as well. Carrie has been very instrumental in sort of reorganizing the Ridgewood newcomers group. So Carrie and I met through a really cool event that I had originally titled Ridgewood 101, but her creative side won the day when she titled the event Six and Civics. So welcome, Carrie. We're really happy to have you here and tell us more about newcomers and your role as vice president.
2: Great. Thanks, Janie and Jordan, for having me. I appreciate the gracious introduction. I didn't know I accomplished some of those things. Um so I moved here, as Jeannie was saying, I'm from um Franco Lakes originally. Spent a decade in the West Village um, with my now husband, and we were looking for a place to put down roots. So I was from Franklin Lakes, you know, classic acre zoning, getting your car to go anywhere. He was from Washington, D.C. We settled in the village where we didn't own a car. So one of the things that he was really interested in, and I kind of agreed with, and I'm so happy I did, is finding a place that's really walkable, a place with a great downtown, easy to commute, bars, restaurants, all that sort of stuff. When we got to Ridgewood, we got so much more. So we were moving here uh, just in the middle of the pandemic. And I actually joined Ridgewood newcomers before we closed on our house. Um, There were some delays there. uh, But I was just kind of shocked at how civic and community oriented this town was. Here I was living in my parents' house in the middle of covid with my spouse. And I got an email from someone saying, Hey, you should really think about going to this event called the lady summer social to get to know some of your new neighbors. Um, So I stroll into someone's backyard, totally intimidated um, going in and, you know, don't know anyone. And, You know, first thing that happens is someone comes up to me and says, hi, uh, you know, welcome to the event. I'm the community liaison for Ridgewood Newcomers. It's so nice to meet you. Like, tell me about yourself. Um, And I'd never had that experience, really. Um, living in the city for 10 years, going to alumni, networking association events. I'd never had an experience where you walk in cold to an event and you're just greeted with so much warmth of this connectivity of your community. So I said, wow, this is a really, really cool organization to my husband, William, we have to join. So we actually joined newcomers before we actually even lived in Ridgewood. Um, Obviously we were moving here, so it kind of made sense. And today we're about 225 families, Um, which is amazing. Uh, I think the pandemic obviously brought all of these people from different places um, into Ridgewood. We've certainly seen the growth there, whether it's people buying new houses with their family or people going into these great new rental apartment buildings we have downtown. So there's a really a variety of families who've joined. And what we try to do at Newcomers is build community fabric. Um, So by design, Newcomers is transient. You're coming here, you're going to be new, you're going to be part of this organization for a few years, and then you're going to try to find your way within Ridgewood. So one of the things we've been very focused on in the last two years, especially, is doing a better job at connecting newcomers to other community organizations in Ridgewood. Um, So that might be through an event like Sips and Civics, where we we, we invited all of these volunteer organizations to come have kind of like an open house we had a panel where people could learn about, you know, how is the village organized from a governance perspective, from the board of ed perspective? How can I find out when my recycling is supposed to go out? That Recycle Me app was like a real, you know, mind blown sort of concept for people that night, which was very funny. Um, actually, I think it's called Recycle Coach. Is that right? I don't, I, William has the app. He's the recycling guy in our house. But all of these small things of actually just trying to help people get into Richwood and understand how our community works and also all the opportunities for this community Um, so newcomers it's in its 76th year but i think it's really looking forward into this kind of how do we do more to be civically engaged to build really strong relationships between its members but also connect our members to the broader community of Ridgewood. so we're so grateful to be on this podcast Um, you guys have been doing amazing amazing things highlighting different parts of the community Um, And, you know, it's just I think there's there's so much more we can do for people who are new to town. Um, So it's very exciting.
0: I agree. Thank you so much um, for spearheading that part of newcomers, because it is really important. Ridgewood has been known for its philanthropic spirit throughout all of New Jersey, as a matter of fact. And so the fact that you are encouraging newcomers to get involved in all the things that we have in Ridgewood, I appreciate it so much. I know we just collaborated on another event uh, with newcomers and the Bridgewood uh, Historical Society and Schoolhouse Museum, which is a really fun event. We appreciated your participation and we had a, a really good time that night. We called it night at the museum and um, where you were able to learn about some of the history of our community and learn about, you know, your own homes. We did some research Uh, for the participants. And we were able to find some interesting facts about everyone who came and and their homes that they live in. So that was a really fun collaboration. And again, it was was a great night. And I think um, one of the things that really kind of struck us
2: is, you know, we had people there who, I mean, I was there, I just had a baby two months ago, I was there, I brought Robert with me, the little baby. You know, we had one of the newest members of the community, as well as people who've rejoined newcomers as what we call empty nesters. And these are these are people who maybe moved away and came back or you know, their kids are out of the house and they're just looking to reestablish a community. And so we had people from literally all spans of life in the schoolhouse. And, you know, people might learn about the schoolhouse museum through a field trip or something. But how cool is it that we got new members of the community in there early? Um, And just an opportunity to kind of mingle across all different interests and groups. So, you know, we were so grateful that you guys um, opened up the schoolhouse to us. And the house research was so much fun. I mean, people were blown away by the concept of, oh, you know, my house, the resident of my house in the 60s was the first person to get an overnight parking ticket for the restrictions on parking. And it's like such a silly sort of thing but it really <laughs> yeah. connects you to people who lived there before you um yes, so it really cool. yeah it's classic yeah jeannie i have to tell you that the house research on my home some very impressive poet lived here and like now my husband and i are saying wow we're really going to let down the legacy of this house like neither of us are impressive anyway in that sort um so it was really fun and all the hard
1: you could work always do haikus carrie haiku's you know haikus
2: I'm not good at counting those syllables. I never did, did well with that.
1: <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it was a great
2: night. So it, it, I think also a good example of kind of what newcomers is trying to do more of. So of course, we want to have the events where we're just all going to socialize at a bar or in someone's backyard and get to know each other. But we also really want to have events that have a different sort of dimension in either its content, but also in its connectivity to the community. That's a huge
0: thing for us, and especially going forward, it's really big. Just touching on some of the activities that I'm involved with in town that have really been enhanced by newcomers those Sips and Civic nights, that fun night for people to connect with old timers, if you will.
1: So, I, I guess you know, one of the things that, that we're hearing from you, Kerry, is that newcomers is going through a bit of an evolution that. What has normally been you move to the town, you do newcomers for a few years, and then they kind of let you off into the wild and and you figure out where you're going to connect with people from there. But it seems that newcomers has some initiatives, including, as you mentioned, uh, empty nesters programs. There's some sports programs. So talk. I, I don't know if you can add a little bit of how the thinking of newcomers has changed a bit as you've gotten more involved in some of the other organizations and things like that, it seems that there's a little bit more of a commitment potentially that, that people can have to newcomers versus what it used to be, which is, you know, welcome. And now off to your next spot. It seems that newcomers, you can, you can linger and hang for longer and learn more through that. Is that, am I interpreting that right?
2: I think that that's totally right. We actually, so one of the things that is interesting, you know, most of the people who join newcomers are new people to town who have young families. That's historically sort of been the demographic, and we've been trying to shift that a little bit. I think in part because of the pandemic, and there was this mass sort of like change and you know this inflow of people um, to to Ridgewood. Um, so sort of building on this great heritage of. You know, we're going to have events that are trying to connect newcomers to each other, provide a social environment for people to really build some relationships, but then also expanding that to connect different cohorts of our community to each other, too. So, for example, we now have an interest group called No Kids on the Block. That is a group, a subgroup of newcomers that's trying to really get at people who move to Ridgewood don't have children. And you know, I was in the camp. We moved here in 2020. We had an, um, we just had our first baby two months ago, like I said. And no kids on the block was a way for us to meet people. Um, a lot of people meet friends in town through preschool or nursery school, or even just like going to the park and like you know seeing another mom. Certainly not something I always joke also, you know, people who get a dog to meet to meet someone in the city. It's like I have a cute dog and now I have a thing to talk about with all these potential potential people in the dog park. Um, it's like we moved to Richard and I was like, how are we going to meet people? We don't even have a kid who can help us kind of connect to other other people in our similar situation. So you so got we didn't get a dog, we joined newcomers <laughs> instead. Um, so No Kids on the Block is an example of trying to be more inclusive and recognizing while it's a minority of our members who don't have children, there is a, a, a group who probably have a lot of like kind of more free time or different interests. and want to do things together. Similarly, we have a subgroup that's called Family Fun that's really aimed at you know children probably anywhere between three or four to 10. And they're doing things like making gingerbread cookies for themselves, but also for one of the um, places like Ridgecrest. So we, we actually partnered with Health Barn um, Foundation this winter and we did a co-event where um, they were making cookies for themselves. And they were also making cookies to drop off and try to brighten the day of one of our um, more senior residents of the town. Um, So these are some of the things we're trying to do that's above and beyond sort of maybe what traditionally what's happened. Newcomers actually though had a phenomenal history with philanthropy. So each year they would do a gala um, every spring. And what was very cool is they would pick a new recipient each year in the community. So last year, we hosted a gala in the benefit of Family Promise. This year, we're hosting a gala in the benefit of Health Barn Foundation. And then ahead of this gala this year, we've been partnering with the Health Barn Foundation on smaller events so that our members can get to know both what they're offering is through the foundation, but also what they're offering is through the community. So my bet is today we're recording on a holiday. One of the things I learned from parents is like a a secret kind of trick or tip is that Health Barn has one-day camps because your kid might have off from school, but you don't have off from work. And it's a really fun, enriching day for them to learn about, you know, nutrition and different uh, sort of where their food comes from and all that sort of stuff. It's an amazing thing that a lot of our members didn't even know about. And you know, here we are partnering with the foundation for, its, um, for all of the amazing things they do with healing meals. And at the same time, we're also educating our members of other opportunities that exist within the town. Um, so some really great sort of co- connecting there. Um, and, I, you know, I, I think that we probably have an opportunity to do more with our downtown. So, Jordan, you know, your chairing of the CVDAC, I think this is really interesting. It's like, how do we do more with the local businesses and you know, connect the new people to town to those local businesses, whether it's through curated events or even just sort of recognition of like these are where, you know, a really cool like, local shop is and here's their history and their heritage and like kind of go check it out.
1: I, th- I think what you mentioned there is, is something that's really important to highlight for a second, which is uh, one of the things that Ridge was working on or focus for our new council is communication within the town because our communication has kind of been in silos. I mean, one of the reasons why Gene and I feel so strongly about you know this podcast and everything else is just how do we create better communication within the town because local newspapers have have kind of just disappeared. So one of the things I think you're touching on here is newcomers is a way to communicate to new residents about organizations, whether it's communicating through email or doing events, because that's also the way we learn about things, right? We go, we submerge ourselves in an environment and suddenly we say, Oh, look at this. This is cool. And even talking about, you know, the downtown and how newcomers helps introduce new residents to the different businesses and opportunities within the downtown. And, I think that proactively highlighting that and making that part of what members are looking for when they come here, which I think they are uh, for newcomers, and also helping businesses and other organizations know that this is part of newcomers' mission statement makes a big difference because it it kind of breaks up the old ice that kind of held us in place where a business comes in town and they say, how am I going to get the word out to residents? the first thing they start doing is going to Facebook and and throwing money at Mark Zuckerberg, which we don't need to do. Instead, it's how do we talk to organizations like newcomers? And because your guys, you know, it's philanthropic, it's just kind of getting the word out, helping people acclimate to this new environment that they find themselves in, or an environment that maybe they've been in for a long time. But just because you've lived here for 15 years, doesn't mean you know anything about Health Barn. That's not like a prerequisite to, you know, how long you've been here. So I, I think there's a lot that you kind of said there in, in a bucket and just to kind of, you know, pull it, pull it apart a little bit of newcomers is a great place to learn about what's going on in town, what businesses are there, what organizations, what they're doing. And I think it's great that you guys are partnering more and more with that stuff. I, I, I realized that wasn't a question,
2: but uh, no, I, I guess my, my, comment, my, my, my comment on that is, you know, I, We've had some really great events with some of the businesses in town and the feedback we get on them are always phenomenal. So, for example, at all our Twist, you know, we did a great night where our members learned about olive oil, had a little bit of a shopping event. Who doesn't love little retail therapy after work? And, you know, I think it was an opportunity for people who maybe had driven by the store, but, you know, never stopped or went in or were busy or whatever um, to really get to know a local business and have a fun night with some kind of new members um, in town as well. Um, And that's an important part for us. Like we're run by volunteers. So our board's 36 women and it is 100% volunteer based. So, you know, all the events we put on, we'll put on approximately 85 events this year. All of those events that are put on are, you know, really just the hustle of these individuals who want to create cool experiences for their neighbors. And when we have local businesses who want to partner with us, that's like, you know, kind of, this amazing kind of phone call in of like, yes, of course, we'd love to do an event together. Um, we're going to be doing a, an event for family fun with a local business who does really cool braids for little girls. She does birthday parties. She'll actually do some, some stuff for the boys too. But, you know, these braids are amazing. She's got like tie dye woven into French braids that are in the shape of a heart. Oh oh my gosh, can you like, come like, be like, you know, you're the coolest person ever. Um, and I ran into, uh, I ran into this business owner at a pop-up shop that a few of the local businesses did for Valentine's day. Um, and you know, we're walking through it and I, I see her there and she'd already reached out to us about like, Hey, I'd love to do an event with you guys. Um, it's really fun. And you know, I, I think that, you know, the, the, the daughters of your members would would have a, a lot of fun with it. But it's a great example of like we have lots of, you know, sort of inbounds. We're also making lots of outbounds to local businesses of how do we partner, how do we connect people in, have some fun and for mutual benefit. Um, so lots of good stuff, I think, to do with local businesses. And I think we can be doing even
0: more. Well, as someone who coordinates a lot of events in town I want to thank newcomers for infusing new life and excitement into some of the things that I'm involved in for example Octoberfest I think Octoberfest turned out to be a very successful event that is now a annual event in Ridgewood and I think it's in large part to the participation of newcomers. Um, and the other thing that I am really excited about is, the entertainment piece at the Pedestrian Plaza. And for those of you who don't know, the Pedestrian Plaza is coming back by popular demand. And we're going to have activities every weekend that will be family focused and family fun. And um, there are a couple of representatives from newcomers that will be assisting us in developing those activities for younger kids and families. So we're really excited about what you're going to bring to the table there. And Jeannie,
2: on Octoberfest, this was a great evolution because a little bit of the history from our side Is we were organizing um, a hayride with a a local farm. And it was like, you know, a private event and it was like up to 30 newcomers and it was just us and like that was great and all. But we were sitting there in our board meeting saying, why are we gonna organize an event with just the 30 of us when our town is actually doing an amazing event and we could meet a more people, um, have a presence there. You know, people don't know about newcomers could, you know, maybe see our sign and say, oh, what's that? I should think about it. Um, but also can then be supporting something that's so great being put put on in our downtown. And that partnership we had there of just having like a little designated spot and you know, you know, doing all of the same things that other residents are doing, but really being a presence at the Oktoberfest was a total win in our book. So another area where we did great partnership with a nonprofit in town is the Fourth of July. So lots of people who move here don't realize that the Fourth of July is actually organized by a private nonprofit. Um, They are looking for support and donations throughout the year to put on what is really this amazing piece of Americana, in my mind, of this old-fashioned, traditional 4th of July parade, events, fireworks. Like it's, you know, one of the coolest things in Ridgewood. So two years ago, as newcomers, we said, hey, to the 4th of July committee, can we just like put a tent on the parade route? And they were like, absolutely, do that. Put up your sign. It's really great. And this year, we had people across three generations, you know, newcomer members bringing their parents and their own children out there on the 4th of July parade at the flag salute doing all of these things. So going forward, I think, you know, for us, one of the things is we're going to partner with the 4th of July committee to do some fundraising with them. Um, and I think that's a really important thing for our members to get to know that it's really the civic engagement of independent residents um, who are working with the town, but not for the town to create a community that you know, we all, I think, love and appreciate.
0: On behalf of all of the volunteers in Ridgewood, I am grateful and excited because what the energy that you're bringing to our community and to the events that you just mentioned is phenomenal. I am so grateful. And it's wonderful to know that all the work that we've done um, as decades long volunteers in this community, that you people from newcomers will be good stewards Um, to all of the things that we have sort of created and that you're going to make better. So it's really exciting. And again, I want to mention the piece about the empty nesters. Uh, My husband and I are empty nesters and we have been invited to some of the newcomer empty nester events and they are phenomenal. So you capture, as you said earlier, an entire group that there isn't any group in town that is missed by newcomers is that right but that's certainly our
2: aim, you know I think we're we're trying to be as inclusive as possible, um and you know it starts with how we recruit so historically through lady summer Social, which is the kickoff event each year in August, um we would go through and we would look at kind of home sales, home purchases, and try to figure out who's new to town. We'd send someone an invitation it that doesn't capture all of the new people in our town, obviously, there are people who rent, there' are people who buy um there are people who um, have lived here and we call them boomerangers, you know, like Jordan and Justine, you guys are great examples, you know, lived in Ridgewood and I joke, you know, you you left, you came back, it should be called newcomers and boomerangers, people who want to get involved and meet new people in the community. Um, So we're trying to be as inclusive as possible and we're really changing sort of our strategy about how we get the word out about us it used to just be word of mouth this year we're trying to tap into the hsa presidents at all five of the elementary schools so that we have a really good representation geographically across the town we're trying to connect with other community organizations um, to say if you have any new people live to town and they're looking for something and just education this is what we do please refer them to us we would love for them to be part of our group. Um, and again, the group's a nonprofit. It's like, there's the only thing that we're looking for is to bring more people into the fold to build meaningful relationships with each other and connect more new members in more new people in Ridgewood to the greater community. Um, so that's our aim. That's our interest. So uh, you know, there's lots of opportunity of, of being as inclusive as we possibly can. And it's certainly one of our aspirations and you know, we're, we're getting better. We have a, a great history and heritage and we're just really trying to evolve it, um, for kind of the, this next, next decade.
1: Carrie, can I ask you a quick question? Sure. Who are the marketing geniuses and newcomers behind all these awesome names?
0: It's <laughs> gotta be
2: you, Carrie. I mean, the, the interest be you. Groups, no, I mean, these are, these are some of the, the names and there have been, uh, have been, you know, kind of decades long. I will say, so we've had some really phenomenal members. So, you know, our website logo was totally rebuilt. Um, there's a a member of ours who is a professional marketing person and she did all of this pro bono for us. Um, And that's just, it was an incredible project, probably took the better part of, you know, three three to six months, I don't even know, and really helped us institutionalize. So, you know, we went from collecting sort of funds to do events on, you know, first cash or Venmo to actually having a real you know, website and institution set up, which makes it a lot easier, by the way, to do the, the year-end books for all of those, the, all of us who are on the hook for that. Um, but we, you know, we try to make things fun. So, you know, some of the, some and of and funny. I think what funny. you're
0: referring to, um, Jordan, are you referring to the men's sack club? <laughs>
1: Uh, I, that- I i was not specifically
2: referring I have no comment on that one but <laughs> well, be, on. be, you know.
0: for, for those of you who are listening yes newcomers has a a, a subgroup called men's SAC and it is a sports activity, activity. Sp- yes thank you yeah. sports activity committee so um but it is a very interesting and intriguing name so i'm sure that you get a lot of uh you have
2: to keep it light you know it's a uh-huh. uh, We try to come up with some themes that are fun. So in working women, for example, um, this is our, you know, we're doing a a repeat event after popular demand um, called s'mores and pours. And it's like, you know, you get a group together. It's amazing. of 40 to 50 women who come off the train or out of their Zooms from their house and are hanging out and roasting marshmallows and putting together s'mores. These are, you know, grown adults who are getting just as excited about s'mores as, you know, little kids and then of course, you know, pouring something on the side, whether it be a glass of wine or something. But we try to have some fun with this. And we we certainly try to work on the events being appealing. And you know, The last thing you want to do is show up to some event where you know someone sticks a name tag on you and you feel like it's like forced fun. That's not what we're trying to do. There's obviously organization around it, but we, we get a lot of people who show up who have some actual fun, which is good. And, you know, I am I, just floored. Sometimes I meet someone new and I'm talking to them, chatting them, to them about their experience in Ridgewood and they'll tell me, Oh, if you haven't yet, you have to join Ridgewood newcomers. My best friends from 35 years ago when I moved to town are people I met at, you know, Baba, such and so event. Um, It's just amazing, you know, to think that, you know, you move to a new place and you say, how am I going to meet people? How can we do this in an inclusive way? And, you know, Ridgewood newcomers is a its own 501 c3 it's got volunteers trying to put these things together for the express purpose of building a better community in ridgewood and really getting new people to the town involved it you know it wasn't a selling point when you know we were looking at different towns but it certainly should be um, in terms of the real kind of civic nature of this community um and almost this kind of like throwback to people care about meeting other people and being involved in the betterment of where we live so it's really it's a great it's a great organization.
0: I agree with you. And so for our listeners, I'd like to have them learn how they can find out how to become a member, what the membership fees are, and do you have a social media presence? Give us all the details. We, um,
2: to become a member, you can go on our website. Um, We have a social media presence on Instagram. And each year, the fee for a family is $100. And what does that cover? That covers two events. One is the Ladies Summer Social, which is geared towards women, and then the New Member Cocktail. Both of those are free events. Well, they're not free, paid for them via your membership. And they're kind of everyone and newcomers is invited. The other thing it covers is the infrastructure of the actual organization. So we have all of these sub-interest groups from our book club to the men's SAC to working women, which are all these sub-groups that we call family fun, no kids on the block, empty nesters, all these sub-groups that are trying to that plan smaller events for people within newcomers so your hundred dollars goes to the organization overhead and also these two events that happen in august and then the fall and then each of the events are kind of all apart some of them are free a lot of them are free Uh, a playground meetup um uh, the men's interest loves to say okay we're going to meet up at mcmurphy's tonight and we're going to go to trivia night or whatever it is a running morning like a, we'll get a coach in who will teach us running technique and we'll get 20 people who are interested in you know improving their stride i commend those people who are still athletic and trying to be. I'm just trying to you know, get a, a good walk into town these days. Uh, but those are all the things that come with the membership. Then there are hallmark events such as the progressive dinner, which is a night where you go to three people's houses. Everyone convenes together at one house. You break up into groups of 10 to 16 and go to someone else's house. They welcome you into your home. You're sitting with you know, between four and eight other couples, and then you all meet up at a third person's house, um, the whole group of 150 um, for the last one. So lots of different events and opportunities once you sign up and it's all communicated to you in a newsletter that goes out <clears throat> Pretty, you know, pretty religiously at 7 a.m. on Tuesdays. So we've figured out that that's the time that people are either on a commute or haven't gotten super crazy with the kids yet. So everything goes out at 7 a.m. on Tuesdays, keeping you updated with keeping our members updated of of what's going on. Um, And then if you're not a member, you can learn more about what we're doing via Instagram because we we try to share the different um, the different aspects of our events and our interest, whether it's philanthropy. We're doing a diaper drive right now. We had this is a great idea at a board meeting someone to just asked like you know I've got all these diapers size newborn I'm done having kids what should I do with them and we're brainstorming we're like let's actually just partner and do a diaper drive with one of the local charities so one of our board members is accepting diapers at her house for a month bless her that's a long time to be having kind of dribbles coming in and um, you know it's just something small that we figured out that we could do um, to be kind of be good citizens and good members of this community so um, really encourage people if you want to learn more go on our website follow us on instagram
0: so the website address is ridgewood newcomers and the instagram handle is ridgewood newcomers so for those of you listening who are eager to get involved please check it out And Carrie, I think your contact information is right there on the website. So you can do that. And if anybody wants to learn more, uh, they can reach out to us here too at Ridgewood Talks at Gmail. Listen, Carrie. You are a very busy and engaged person in our village. I am so grateful you're here. Uh, I know you have this new baby that you're tending to, so I'm going to let you go to him now. And I just want to thank you again and again for taking the time to be here and to talk about a very worthwhile organization, Ridge Covers. Well, this was fun. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks so much, Gary.